This week's episode of the Firmware Update is brought to you by Audible. By going to audibletrial.com slash update, our listeners can get both a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. There are over 180,000 books available to choose from, such as Console Wars by Blake Harris, which is a fascinating chronicle of the 16-bit console war between Sega and Nintendo. Or, if you're more of a Nintendo buff in general, Super Mario by Jeff Ryan. If neither of those tickles your fancy, like I said, 180,000 books to choose from, and they're all available to listen to on your iOS, Android, or Kindle device. Once again, to start your 30-day free trial and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash update. That's audibletrial.com slash update and get your free audiobook on us. Welcome to a very special episode of The Mailbag, the show where you can write into us at mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. I'm Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me as always, Joe Garcia. That's me. All right, before we go on, we have a very important bit of NWO business to attend to here. As you know, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash thefirmup. That's once again, patreon.com slash firm up, or you can click the link in the description. We appreciate any help. And one of those helpers is our very own James Davis. Thank you so much for being a Patreon subscriber. We will continue to give you everything we can and including commentaries, which are upcoming. Uh, me and Joe are going to be doing Evo or but focusing on <laughs> the whole thing, baby. Well, not the whole thing, Jesus Christ. Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. We'll be doing Street Fighter Five. We'll and be bringing that <laughs> to you if you'd like to hear 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 that. Once again, the ten dollar Patreon tier. We've got a lot more too, where you can get bonus episodes and Google Google chats and what have you. All right. So once again, James Davis. You are the man. You are better than Jim Davis. There, I said it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. Fuck Garfield. Garfield for here, Jim Davis. <laughs> hey, hey, man, that Garfield and Friends cartoon is actually pretty good. It was. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a great part of my Saturday morning for a long time. <laughs> Even though I didn't know where that US, U.S. Acre shit came from. But, but aside from that, <laughs> I was like, let's just skip to the Garfield part. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Firm Update, your premier Garfield fan cast. <laughs> we will do commentary tracks for Garfield and friends if <laughs> enough people go to Patreon. But anyway. <laughs> if we have $50,000, we'll become exclusively a Garfield uh, fan show. <laughs> that could be a spinoff show. You never know. <laughs> people don't want to hear about Xbox. We'll do Garfield and friends. <laughs> All right. So, mailbag episode, this is where we go through ma- emails from various uh, listeners of the show. And once again, mailbag at thefirmup.com if you want to write, write in about anything. Ask us anything. Video games, movies, comic books, just stuff we think and feel. Write in. This is a place where we can communicate with you and we can talk about anything you like. And you can be like RK, who writes in. First off. I want to give congratulations to you guys for not only getting sponsorship, but also starting up a Patreon. 
the show has come a long way over the years. I don't know why I'm reading like Flair here, but all right. I don't know either. <laughs> and hopefully our hard work will pay off and you guys can turn this passionate hobby into a part-time and full-time job. That's a lot of jobs. Just a quick <laughs> aside, Malcolm cuts a better audible promo out of the two of you. Whoa. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Sorry, Joe. And yes, Malcolm, I did receive the PayPal amount we discussed. I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't pay me off to say that. Joe is good, too, but Malcolm sounds a bit more natural when I hear it. And that is funny to hear because, uh, honest to God, I and I told this to Joe. I thought he cut the better promo out of the two of us. Like, <laughs> like I am my own worst critic, so it's hard to me to be objective. Like, all I hear is what I did wrong. So I was like, I was listening to Joe's like, oh, my God, he mentions how many books there are. I suck. <laughs> Just, but I appreciate that, RK. <laughs> but uh, one is only as good as this competition. I'd like to think Joe propelled me to that performance. So thank you, Joe. <laughs> uh, I guess you're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of Malcolm, my favorite subject, probably over a year ago, you suggested I download a mobile game called Sarah is Missing. Or SIM. Normally, I don't touch mobile games, but the way you pitched it made me interested, and I downloaded it on the spot. I guess all that sales experience paid off for you with that. Thank you. I was the number one salesman in cricket in this district this year. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I didn't play it till recently, because I remember you saying you should play it in one sitting. So I kept putting it off because I didn't want to set time aside for a mobile game. <laughs> Finally, I pulled the trigger. And shot my phone. No, I, th I played it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Without spoiling anything, I saw that there were multiple choices at the end uh, who to save. Is it worth playing through again just to pick up the other? Like, does it make a difference to the ending? Uh, well, here's the thing about that game. There is, like, different paths you can take and you can end up seeing different things. Uh, as far as I've been trying to figure out if there's a way, cause I've noticed like with all the playthroughs I've seen, nobody ever gets all the met, all the, uh, goals or memos for, for the day to do one of close, uh, saving Sarah and what have you. And I don't know if that, it feels like it should open up a second ending, but it feels like it, this is one of those games where you're trying to find, solve that mystery yourself to get the quote unquote good ending. But, uh, I haven't seen it as of yet. Uh, so, but then again, it's been a while since I've done research on the game. I believe the game only recently became available for Apple users, which is unfortunately what I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that I dislike, I actually enjoy my Apple phone. <laughs> but uh, if you enjoy it, I would say give it another, give it a few other tries. It's not as long, and the twists and turns it takes are pretty good. Speaking of getting the games late, What's this I hear about <laughs> Joe Garcia just now getting Horizon? What What's the deal? deal? <laughs> What's the deal with these Garcias getting games six months later? <laughs> You're slipping, man. You're letting Malcolm get plats before you and cut better promos. And now you're passing up one of the best sci-fi experiences in the last decade. Put down whatever game you're playing. And pop in her eyes. And like, his voice is changing all over the place. <laughs> the story blew me away from a general storytelling perspective, and especially from a perspective of a sci-fi fan. I rarely rewatch movies and tend to rewatch ones with a good plot over ones with great action regardless of length. 
So, for instance, I've seen Interstellar about five times, but I've only seen Avengers like three. <laughs> That's a shame because Avengers is amazing. That first one, oh, it's tough to catch that the magic like it did on that first one, but man. Yeah. I've said that, I, I say that to say that although Interstellar has been one of my favorite sci-fi movies in the last decade, I would put Horizon in the same wheelhouse. That would also include Inception, All You Need Is Kill, a.k.a. Edge of Tomorrow, which was renamed again to <laughs> Live, Die, Repeat, Jesus. Yeah, that was weird. I remember that. <laughs> the movie's good, but, but I guess nobody watched it. And yeah, then, yeah. And and then when they released it on DVD and Blu-ray, it's like, it's called Live, Die, Repeat now. It's like, what? <laughs> A dumb rename and an even dumber second rename. Pacific and Pacific Rim. Not saying it was on the same level of complexity plot-wise, but it was a really fun sci-fi movie. Anyway, I think you will enjoy Horizon, and I hope you've uh, managed to avoid spoilers all this time. And go ahead, Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I haven't read anything about the game besides seeing, you know, the overwhelmingly positive, you know, response you got. Um, yeah, like, I've, you know, I didn't pass it up because I don't want to play it. I just didn't have the time or the money to play <laughs> um, until, you know, I got the game on sale a little while ago. The struggle um, is real, folks. <laughs> struggle is very real. Um, but, yeah, like, I've got it now. Um, I'm not going to drop everything I'm doing to play it because <laughs> I am in the middle of uh, Near Automata, which is... Uh, Excellent. It's such a great game so far. Uh, I'm I'm in the middle of the third playthrough. I've seen like seven different endings for that game, uh, and yeah, that game is real. That game is real strong. So, but you know, once I'm finished with that, uh, I'm actually gonna play Injustice Two. <laughs> um, God damn it, Joe. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Injustice Two. You know, like uh, the story is gonna be like I free, I think I can get through that over the weekend. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. and. <laughs> you know, you know, Horizon is going to be this giant overworld game, uh, and you know, with Injustice being both shorter and newer, I can flip it in the weekend and then flip it on eBay uh, while it still has some decent value. Um, so that's that's the plan. Uh, but once I do all that, I'm I'm, I'm going to dive real head in first there with uh, with Horizon. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, one thing I will say in Joe's defense, uh, Nira Auto. How do, how do you say that second part of the name? Um. I don't know what the official pronunciation is. You can go either way. You can either say automata or automata either way. I've been saying automata, but it sounds like I'm about to say automatopoeia. So it's like... Yeah, that's that's why I say automata <laughs> instead. But uh, as far as – I haven't played through it, so I can't quote if it's on the level horizon, but the game is a trip sci-fi-wise, my God. Yeah, as far as sci-fi stories, uh, fucking Nier's got a pretty good fucking uh, head of steam there as well, so – like um, like uh, PlayStation this year had quite a few out of nowhere exclusives that this changed the changed everything. Like I feel like if it was any other year, one of like Near or Neo or one of those other other ones that came out could have been like a like probably game of the year, but it came out on one of the most freaking uh, knees deep levels of uh, gameplay that we've ever had. Not that 2018 looks to be any kind of slouch, but still. Well, man, this is like one of the best gaming years in a very long time. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah. And we got to be we got to be careful with how we push uh, Horizon. Like, obviously, we want me especially. I want Joe to play Horizon, which is currently my wife's game of the year. But here's the thing: like every time you push Joe, 
and every time we say how how good the game is, and such as me saying it was my wife's game of the year so far, which <laughs> feels like uh, I made a tremendous mistake right now. But <laughs> but every time we push that, Joe's expectations are going to get incrementally higher and higher and higher and higher to a point where if we push it too much, it's going to be godlike at levels of expectation, which means the game's going to fail in his eyes. Like, oh, the way you guys were talking about it, I thought it would be freaking amazing. Or, But, like, because don't be wrong. Well, it's that's, a- that's a real good impression of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's excellent. <laughs> Asshole. I'm Joe Garcia. <laughs> I wait six months to play my games. <laughs> Uh, so we want to be careful because if he goes in with high expectations, he's going to vote the game out in the first round, which is what we don't want <laughs> unless he does something silly and put it up against one of those other heavy hitters. But, you know, this game should absolutely, I, I, I predict it's going to make it at least as far as Final Four. I'd be shocked if it doesn't. But then again, I thought Uncharted would, I don't know, make it out of round one and look how well that turned out. <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Why don't we switch things up a little this time and talk about movies instead of games? What are some of your favorite movies that you feel are criminally underrated? I want to nominate Dread and Buried. Buried, starring Ryan Reynolds and not at all as depressing at all, <laughs> is simply one of my favorite movies of all time. No exaggeration there. The movie is just written like something I would write and shot like something I... Like nothing I've ever seen. The entire movie takes place inside of a coffin. Every scene other than uh, the mobile phone video is shown inside the coffin and only shows Ryan. The sense of claustrophobia and dread cannot be understated. I think it's absolutely criminal that people pass on that movie. I think it's Ryan's best work and some of the best cinematography ever. No hyperbole. You ever see that movie, Joe? I did not. What he's saying is true, but it's, it, it just makes me sad, which is like one of those things. Like, <laughs> I, I can't watch Game of Thrones because it's like depression, the series to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> back to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I got I to gotta warn the wife. <laughs> Winter is here. The aforementioned Dread is also amazing. This is very true. Well acted, well shot, but unlike Interstellar or Buried, I don't think the writing is spectacular. And it makes all up. It makes up for it. Cinematography, ambiance, and acting. A shame we likely won't get a sequel. And that's very true. And just to be clear, he is not talking about the Stallone version. <laughs> he is, of course, talking about the Carl Urban version. Carl Urban is freaking amazing. One of the best character actors of all time. Plays Bones in the new Star Trek films, which I will fight to the death. Anyone who says that 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 series is awful, but. He is great. That the entire thing is so dread-like, down to the point where he never takes off his helmet. That's spectacular. And where would my list be without my favorite all-time movie? Favorite, my favorite movie of all time, Equilibrium, starring Christian Bale and Sean, Pe- Sean Bean. The movie is so incredibly good, and despite some corny lines on a few parts, is really amazing. The action is still some of the best that I've ever seen involving guns. To this day, I still prefer the gunplay in it to films like The Matrix and even John Wick. Ooh. That's a double jab to poor Keanu there. 
maybe I shouldn't have said that because it sets the bar impossibly high, but it is a sense of personal preference. It is a combination of style and execution. They invented a form of martial arts called gunkata that explains how the best how the best at it can essentially dodge bullets and take out swarms of enemies single-handedly. If you've ever if you've never seen the movie, I would urge you to give it a shot if you can find it. Here's a three-minute clip that starts about two minutes into the movie to set the stage for the type of person Name's character is. Keep in mind, the movie is 15 years old, and I think you can still enjoy it. Have you ever seen uh, Equilibrium, Joe? Uh, I have not, but I did watch this uh, clip that he sent us. What'd you think? Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh. Um, maybe I don't I don't necessarily agree that uh, it's, it's better than John Wick, because, uh, man, I, I, I saw the second movie a couple weeks ago, uh, and man, those movies are incredible. <laughs> those John Wick movies are real good. Um, Would it help if I told you Bale's character is trying to set, save a bunch of puppies in that scene? <laughs> um, as a dog owner, I still can like I, I so can relate to John Wick. <laughs> Damn right, you get back at that mom. <laughs> that was a good um, dog. I've seen the movie. I've seen it a few times, and it's actually really good, especially the overarching story revolving around Bale's character and ultimately what he sets out to do. I feel like we've I've heard about Gonkata's before in other movies, but he's but uh, RK is right. This is the one that actually fleshes it out and actually tries to explain this is why you're taking this stance right now, and this is why he's taking the why he's doing all these dramatic poses. Really, it's just reaction timing to not only avoid bullets but to make sure you hit every single target and it does an amazing job of showing how good bale's character is it is a shame it never got a sequel but it's really good standalone too lastly i want to mention a movie that i've rewatched maybe 20 times and only reason i haven't watched it more is i stopped watching the dvd and waited for several years for it to come on blu-ray after the format was inv- was invented, before I rewatched it, not only is it my favorite Disney Pixar movie, but it's one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. My favorite parts of the movie are actually the dialogue scenes involving the characters. I've never seen a better husband and wife argument in any movie. Period. Than the scene that when Bob comes home and Helen confronts him. Did I skip the title of the movie? No, he did not mention it, but it is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where, where? Okay. I've rewatched that scene itself like a hundred times alone and obviously know it by heart. Even so, I never get tired of watching it, and instead it gets better every time I see it. The movie is finally getting a sequel after, like, it's been long enough that the kids should be adults by now. <laughs> after 17 Toy Story movies, uh, two, but there is going to be a fourth one, so get ready for that. 45 Cars movies and spinoffs. <laughs> Jeez. Big Hero 6 does a decent job of as a superhero movie, but does not have cl- nearly as good a plot, characters, villains, and not dialogue. Okay. Incre- I can definitely agree with them. Uh, I don't know if I would say Incredibles is an underrated movie. As far as I can tell, it's a pretty cherished franchise. <laughs> yeah, that, that movie seems pretty properly rated. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm not going to argue with him either. It's a great, great movie. Uh, after especially being married for as long as I have been, I can tell you, yeah, there's a lot of realism in that argument right there when he has, <laughs> has with the wife there. 
that's that comes with the territory. If you think for anyone who thinks that happily ever after is nothing but just laying, you know, being together and that's it. No, you're going to be fighting. Get get ready for that. <laughs> that's part of the that's part of the exchange. As uh, comedian Chris D'Elia said, that's part of the yin and yang. You like Chipotle, but eventually you have to shit. <laughs> that's the that's the yin and yang. <laughs> Tastes good going in. Net, smells like garbage coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, what are some of your favorite movies that you feel were criminally underrated and why? I always love finding out about little gems that get passed over and being pleasantly surprised when I watch them for the first time. Joe, do you have any? Uh, for me, the one that comes off the top of my head um, is, you know, I'm a big Norm MacDonald fan. Uh, and and I think Dirty Work is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, but I don't think anyone besides like me, my brother, and like ten other people have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that movie is so good. Uh, it's it's you know Norm Norm Macdonald and Artie Lang are these two fucking just dudes who are very good at just getting back at people. Uh, and so they open up a business that is just that. Like oh, if you want to get back at someone, uh, pay us and we'll do something terrible to them. <laughs> uh, and that's basically what the whole movie is, is them being just terrible people. Uh, um, and it's real good. Um, it's it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, and, man, I, and man, Norm, McDon- Norm MacDonald is, is a treasure. I, I know he's Canadian, but he's a national treasure, goddammit. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think that dude's one of the funniest dudes ever. Uh, and, like, I... <laughs> uh, man, like, if, if... Like, he... Like the the Comedy Central roast of uh, what's his name Bob Saget, uh, like he he was on there and it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen and it's just him doing like the lamest corniest jokes he could possibly think of and no one in the room laughing because everyone's like what the fuck is he doing and like I'm just you know I watch it and I'm just like fucking howling on my couch because he's because <laughs> he's doing this like non comedy and like it's the funniest thing. Uh, <laughs> Like I forget who else is on on the dais up there. Like I forget what's I forget what her name is, her actual name, but she plays. Uh, I don't know if you watch Kirby Enthusiasm, but she plays uh, uh, fucking Jeff Garland's wife on there. Mm. And uh, like she's a vegetarian or something. I was like, yeah, I know you might be a vegetarian, but I think you're full of baloney. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it's that level of joke. And like like one other person in the in the audience is like laughing their heads off, and everyone else is kind of like. Uh, <laughs> Because everyone else is trying to be like as offensive as possible towards everyone, and then he's just here with these corny like insults, and it was the best. It was the best. I love that guy. Um, if you ever watch like uh, <laughs> like I go on YouTube sometimes and I look up uh, him as a guest on <laughs> as a guest on like Conan O'Brien's show, uh, like from like 1997. Like I actually just watched it right before we started recording earlier today <laughs> while I was waiting for you to hop on. Uh, or I forget who, what the actress's name is, but she she was like on like Melrose Place or some shit, uh, and she left the, she left that show to do a movie with Carrot Top, and she's on the show promoting this fucking movie, <laughs> and Norm Macdonald is 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 he was the guest before her, so he's still sitting there next to her. <laughs> she's like, and as she's talking about, it, he's like, wait a minute, you left Melrose Place to do a movie with Carrot Top. <laughs> uh, and uh, she gets to the part where he's like, all right, what's the name of this movie? He's like, oh, I guess I know. <laughs> like, I think I know the title of this movie. This movie with Carrot Top on it? Like, it, is it called Box Office Poison? <laughs> like, this movie next to you is a guest on my show. <laughs> I, I always like Norm MacDonald's uh, 
his whole way of uh, doing comedy. That that's sort of, that's sort of how I, I feel like my like my comedicness. Uh, what I try to be, you know, he does this monotone explanation <laughs> for everything, and just if you listen to it, it's freaking hysterical. But uh-huh. I remember when he was kicked off at SNL for something, uh-huh. and he's doing his monologue, and I know he got in trouble for this. I absolutely <laughs> know he got in trouble for this. So, like in the monologue. It begins friendly enough. He's like, so anyway, I was fired from this show. So I'm shocked to be here. I got to admit that. Like, because according to them, I wasn't that good at my job. So, and he's setting it up more and more. He's like, like, I'm telling, they wouldn't even allow me in the building. So then after I have this show for a while, they call me up and say, hey, would you like to host the show? So, so then I realized Clearly, the problem is I'm not is that not that I'm not funny. The show just blows, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the punchline. <laughs> oh man! I, I don't know if he ever hosted ever again, but he fucking should. <laughs> man, every time they put him on to like host something, it always backfires on the person, <laughs> the people that invite him to do it, because he like has no respect for like actually hosting things. It I don't think. <laughs> because uh like when he hosted like the espies or whatever in 1998 um like i watched that right before too um and <laughs> like the joke like they're panning to all the athletes or whatever uh as he's doing his monologue and like they pan to like ken griffey jr and <laughs> look at ken griffey's face like get this fucking guy off the stage <laughs> <laughs> uh did you ever uh, do you ever watch the norm mcdonald show uh no i didn't he had a. It was funny because it was like one of those sitcoms where he's just a normal guy named Norm, and he had a wiener dog that he called Wiener Dog. And he's like Wiener Dog, get off the couch. <laughs> a lot of people are listening to this and are like, "What? I, I don't understand why he's funny." <laughs> oh. oh God! It's a- it is. He's got a new uh, special on Netflix. Uh, came out a couple months ago, um, <laughs> and one of the jokes was like, you know. Hitler had a dog that loved him more than anyone on the planet. Because <laughs> the fucking dog doesn't know what Hitler is. What he just knows that he's this, this guy that he likes. <laughs> so, what the fuck, man? All right. Funny because it's true. It is. Now to uh, oh, yeah, go watch Dirty Work. <laughs> dirty Work. Do you want to take turns with these movies or do you want to get them all out of the way? Uh, go ahead, because I, I actually have trouble thinking of another. Uh, well, it's not uh, to the level of equilibrium, but one of my favorite uh, little chestnuts is a movie by the name of Shoot 'Em Up. Ah. Uh, it stars Clive, Owen, right? Clive Owens, yes. And a special guest appearance by Christian of WWE fame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but, yeah, it's like the movie starts off where, you know, this baby is just left, and this thug played by clive owen finds the baby and you know he's a thug but at the same time you know he's not a complete piece of shit so he's like what do i do so he takes the baby and it starts off with him taking it to his hooker girlfriend (laughs) and him trying to figure out a way to like drop it off but then before you know it all these gang members and shit jump him and uh he's all trying to get the baby and he has no idea why. So the whole movie is like 
One is his intense action because he's actually like the, one of the best marksmen ever. Like his uh, ability with two guns is great. He's not doing gun katas. He's just doing <laughs> like normal fight scenes. Not to like John Wick level, but more action level. But it looks really, really, really good. And it's just him like delving deeper and deeper into this plot involving the kid and what it's actually supposed to be. And it, it's like over the top action. Uh, like Richard, I, I believe, I don't know if it's Richard Dreyfus or a guy that reminds me of Richard Dreyfus. I'd have to look, <laughs> but that guy essentially plays, uh, his, uh, anta- the antagonist who's like constantly chasing him down and, uh, their interplay together is awesome. I think it's Paul Giamatti, maybe, I don't know, mm. you know, but it's a, it's a really fun, uh, back and forth here. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. And uh, it's a it's a fun action piece. It's it didn't it didn't win any awards, obviously, but it's like a fun it's fun, it's a fun movie to just sit down and watch. So, it, for me, that's one of my favorites. Do you got another one, Joe? Um, boy, <laughs> uh, Star Wars. You ever heard of this little thing? Uh, <laughs> no, I actually... got enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. Um, trying to think of other things. Man, I, I don't know. I could keep going if you want. I actually wrote down a few of these. I feel like, I mean, currently, I mean, I saw I saw this the same day I saw <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming, actually. Uh, I Before I watched that Thursday night last week, uh, I actually went to a matinee to watch Baby Driver. Uh, and that's got an excellent, you know, Rotten Tomato score. So, it's you know, critics definitely watch it. But I feel like it's not getting enough love from, from just, you know, the general public. Uh, and, you know, watching that movie, I, man, that movie is really good. <laughs> Uh, like I went into it, you know, just wanted to watch, you know, the driving scenes basically. But you know, Edgar Wright, uh, you know, he 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 wrote some pretty good characters for that thing. Like all 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 the different character, all the different relationships that uh, Baby, the titular character, uh, uh, has with all the different characters are all very 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 different from one another. So um, I actually came away, you know, more pleased with with the writing and the and you know the the acting. Than what I actually went for, uh, which was pretty good in its own right. So, Baby Driver, go watch Baby Driver. All right. See, another one of mine is American Psycho, which was the first time I ever saw Christian Bale, and it's a great little number one. Uh, Christian Bale is absolutely amazing as uh, Patrick Bateman, and the movie is not meant to be a comedy, but there's so many memorable quotes <laughs> throughout the whole game as you're trying to see Patrick Bateman leave live this double life. Like, me and my friends still joke to each other, like, whenever they say, where are you going? After turn some videotapes. Like, pulling <laughs> <laughs> well, that little chestnut. But, you know, like, it goes from, like, comedic to extremely dark at various points. And the ending is still something me and my friends debate. Like, I saw it one way, and then another friend saw it a different way. I'm like, wait, that makes no sense. And he's <laughs> like, well, actually, it does. And we've gone back and forth on it. So it's like every friend takes the ending to it a different way as far as what Patrick Bateman is, what happened, and how everything went down. But the way he does everything, being, uh, like, do you listen to Huey Lewis in the news? Like, that <laughs> that, that whole scene is freaking amazing. <laughs> And, uh, oh yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. That was like, uh, I saw that and I saw Fight Club, which I could also put on this list as maybe. Are appreciated? Uh, I guess not, but you know. <laughs> no. We'll put the video game on there. That's under. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, Lord. 
But uh, American Psycho is a really good piece, and that, like I said, that introduced me to Christian Bale. So when I saw him get cast as Batman, I'm like, all right, we're great. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna kill it. So yeah, American Psycho all the way. You? Um, I never saw it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that sounds like a pretty good flick. Mm. Like there's certainly not, like it's definitely a very memeable fucking movie. That's for sure. Oh like, my uh, god! Like <laughs> just the scene scene of him running down the hallway bare ass naked with a <laughs> chainsaw. Like <laughs> I remember a friend of mine did a horror movie uh, RPG a while ago, and uh, the story of it was the government gathered like all these monster famous movie monsters and was going to exterminate them, but something happens and they break out. So he had like. Jason Voorhees, Kruger, the Gremlins, even shrank down Godzilla so he would work, uh, and like all these other other uh, fa- famous horror movie guys, like uh, the dolls from uh, I forget what that doll movie is called. Oh, the, I think it's probably it's probably like <laughs> Doll House, Puppet Master. That was it. <laughs> like, is it Trolls? <laughs> Pinhead was in it, and uh, he even threw in Patrick Bateman, which is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that he was a horror movie good guy. He was technically... I, it's questionable if he even killed anybody, but... <laughs> like, I actually killed the last guy, the last boss of the game, by stripping naked and charging into him with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a fun visual. But anyway... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I love American Psycho. It's definitely worth at least one watch just to see how you like it. You got another movie to talk about, Joe? Um, no, not really. <laughs> um, I guess I'm... No, I mean, I don't know, because, I mean, within, I guess, gaming spaces, I feel like I get another <laughs> Edgar Wright flick here. Uh, you know, Scott Pilgrim definitely got its due uh, within the gaming community, but I don't know how, how well it did, you know, with people outside of our particular space here. I, I would put uh, it on there. It had Captain America as the second boss. How do you not put it on there? <laughs> God, what a great movie. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie has <laughs> three superheroes represented by two dudes. <laughs> Captain America and, and the Human Torch uh, with, you know, Chris Evans and then Brandon St- or what's his face uh, as fucking Superman. <laughs> oh, uh, Henry Cavill was in it? No, the dude, the Superman Returns. Oh, uh, Cyclops. What? He played Cyclops also in the X-Men. Was that? Is that him? Yeah, that's why they killed him off in X-Men Last Stand, because he was cast in the Superman movie. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. <laughs> God. I'm not up now, but... I gotta look See, no, that's, that's outrageous. That can't be true. Okay, let's... Freaking age. Fucking Brian Singer. God, that guy sucks. Brandon Routh? Yeah, Brandon Routh. Is that? Yeah, check it out. Yeah, Brandon Routh. Let's see here. What did he say? See, you're wrong, sir. See, Brian Singer left X-Men, the director, to do fucking not goddamn Cyclops. So what? what so what? what? Right, I got to check that out. Yeah, you got that wrong, sir. But either way, he's he's good in that movie. He's good in Scott Pilgrim, too. He's Adam now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's the Adam on, uh, in the... Uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, slash Arrow, slash... The, he's, the Arrowverse. The, 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 yeah, that Arrowverse, as they call it. And, and, <laughs> But yeah, there you go. All right, uh, I do have a few. I do have a few more to read off here. Um, Raid Two, which is a really awesome action flick, if you're just looking for action. Uh, it's debatable to say it doesn't get yet its due, but then again, it's not like it has a huge following, so I would put it on there. 
I would also include, uh, this is a movie from my childhood called Inframan. And uh, I believe it was like late 70s, early 80s, somewhere in there. But it was, it's, number one, it's a terrible dub. It's absolutely, <laughs> it is <laughs> just terrible. But it's uh, essentially this group of scientists create a superhero out of one of their own called Inframan. And he basically fights, like, I would say a knockoff, but they technically came before Rita Repulsa. But it's essentially, like, kind of a knockoff of Rita Repulsa and all her minions. And throughout the movie, he goes through one after another after another. And they, all these monsters, which are all guys in rubber suits, by the way, have, like, all these fantastic abilities and what have you, such as the ability to grow. You know, they can, like, grow technical, you know, basically tentacles throughout the earth to grab him and stuff like they're super strong. They're there. It's, it's a really, really good show for what it is, but at the same time, the dub is terrible and it's great to mock <laughs> to. So it, it's a fun time. Uh, I would also give a shout out. And this is once again, my love for this specific DC character coming out, but uh, there's an animated film called Batman under the red hood. That is, uh, yeah. that is like, uh, is like a marvelable <laughs> mar. <sighs> Uh, is a amazing retelling of that story with uh, Dean Winchester as a red hood. And he does a bang up job. If I do say so, as that character nails him perfectly. And uh, if you want an idea, not only an example, why I love the red hood character, but also a great explanation on Batman's no killing policy, then that's a great movie to check out. Uh, Inframan, by the way, you could probably YouTube, honestly, (laughs) probably just find the whole film on there. Aaron, watch it. Uh, one last uh, movie I'll throw out there, just because I'm a wrestling nut, but uh, No Holds Barred <laughs> is a fun movie, to, especially to watch now that you're smart. <laughs> now, there's an important distinction here. It's a fun movie. It is not a good movie. No. Uh, <laughs> it's a small but important difference. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't get its due, but it's... <laughs> It's definitely a movie that was written by by Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan <laughs> over uh, one weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that definitely happened. So that that's a true story. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> they just stayed up for a weekend straight, and this is the monstrosity that they came up with. Premise uh, revolving around this. The like to break it down logically is even better because logically this movie is fucking awful. <laughs> it's a story of this guy who runs random TV network who wants his network to get ahead. So they want to sign Hulk Hogan away from the WWE. And there is a multitude of reasons why that makes absolutely no sense because <laughs> you're not going to just sign Hulk Hogan. You will want the WWE. WWE is not its own channel. You could easily get, WWE to perform, do a show for your channel. And what are you going to do if you just get Hulk Hogan and no other wrestlers? <laughs> He's just, is he just going to run the ropes for three hours? No, <laughs> but it's very, it's a fun movie to heckle. It's uh the whole dookie scene is still humorous to me. even now. <laughs> and plus it's Hulk Hogan at his Hulk Hoganist. I would definitely say <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. And it has the, and his brother is uh, the freaking guy from Lost, so it's even better. (laughs) (laughs) So those are some movies, like off the top of my head, that's some chestnuts. Like I'm sure if 
I would have to go through my entire DVD collection and I'm sure I could point out to you, Oh, th- this one's also good too. Like in terms of movies that don't get their due, I could throw Iron Man three out there. Like I love the message of it, <laughs> which is, is Tony Stark is Iron Man, the armor or is it Tony Stark? And that's something you see relayed in the Spider-Man home company, homecoming mm-hmm. movie later. And while it pissed off people, I did like the switcheroo that they did with the Mandarin. So did I. Yeah. Is it as... <laughs> Go ahead. That movie rules. That movie's good. Yeah. I like that movie. Thank you. <laughs> like, people have said, like, oh, they made the Mandarin a joke. Well, here's the thing. Mandarin's already a joke. <laughs> Who cares about the Mandarin? <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of hard to do Mandarin right now. Because, <laughs> like, how, how do you do Mandarin without making it somewhat racist? Is it, is the you can't. It's a racist character. <laughs> it's it's, ba- it's basically Fu Manchu with mystical powers. Like, I, <laughs> oh, God. Like, I'm sure, like, I, I don't know what you do. Because like, they make, like, that uh, short that shows that there is an actual Mandarin that we'll see at some point. But you know, I'm sure Disney and Marvel are like in a think tank somewhere. Like, how do we make this not racist? <laughs> and I guess like the only thing is like, I'm trying to like make, I don't know, make him white, like which will piss off people just the same. But at the same time, you avoid the whole thing about him being super chi- being the Chinese stereotype. But, you know, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a difficult road to, to cross. But, uh, I thought the, I thought the movie was good. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like about that movie was the fact that uh, Pepper Potts goes over the bad guy at the end and not Tony Stark. I thought that was a little <laughs> weird, but she's technically more powerful than Tony at this point, unless they cured her completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But that's a good movie. I enjoy it. All right. Let's see. I believe that was it for RK's email. I'm trying to see here. Oh, of course, it goes completely away. <laughs> No, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. All right. Thanks for writing in, RK. Hope you enjoyed our conversation about it, even if it was a little Norm MacDonald heavy. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Folks, if you want to write into the show, you can do so. Mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. If you ever forget, just look up our Facebook page. Right at the top is a button to send us email. Just click it and all emails go to the show. Folks, that does it for this edition of the Mailbag episode. If you liked what you heard, you know what we'd really appreciate? You'd be like our pal James Davis and join us on Patreon. Every little bit helps. Helps us out creating more content. Get Be able to afford games that we can do more reviews on. Be able to give you more stuff, such as uh, our stuff coming up on Evo, give you more shows per week every little bit helps and you can find that at patreon.com slash the firm up patreon.com slash the firm up go check it out we got a lot of cool reward tiers that you can that you can take advantage of yeah we've got a bonus episode up right now that you can listen to immediately previewing uh the games for this month (laughs) yeah and uh on august 1st we'll have our uh, that edition for it for uh, August as well, so we go through all the all the releases and rank them. So go check that out. Yeah, if you like what you heard, you can subscribe to us on the podcast op, app on your Apple device. Also, leave a five star review and something written helps out the show tremendously. You can also use uh, such apps as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast if you have an Android device. 
You can use that to listen to stream or download the episodes as they come. If you're a traditionalist and just want to straight up download the episode, you can also go to our website, thefirmup.com, where you can get every episode as they come and download it. You can also get articles written by Joe Garcia as they come as well. We also have a Facebook page that links directly to the website as well. And, hey, give us a like on there. That helps out the show, too. All the likes helps us out. Trust me. You can also find us on Twitter, at PSMount for me, at 123 for Joe, and at the firm up for the show where we post every little bit of news that we see as it comes. And finally, actually, is that it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> we just get more and more stuff to talk about, dang. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time. Adios. Adios. <laughs>